Hello, I am Father John McLaughlin, and I'm one of the parochial vicars at St. Peter the Apostle Parish in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Today, we celebrate the solemnities of the saints Peter and Paul. I can remember as a young child once asking an elderly redemptress priest in my parish, how does one become a saint? His answer was simple and to the point. Anyone can become a saint if they cooperate with God's grace and do God's will. The answer he gave me was and still is ever so true, since a saint is an ordinary person who with God's grace is able to do extraordinary things as they do God's will. In doing so, they grow in holiness and become a saint. Today, as we celebrate the solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul, we honor two such ordinary people who by the grace of God were able to follow and do God's will. Despite their personal brokenness and sinfulness, they were able to grow in holiness and accomplish great extraordinary feats for the glory of God as they built up God's church on earth. Peter became the rock on which Jesus built his church when he boldly declared that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Paul became one of the most zealous apostles, dynamic evangelists, and courageous ambassadors for Jesus, bringing Jesus' message and mission to the Gentile world. Peter and Paul were ordinary people who trusted in God's everlasting, unconditional, protective love, which freed them and empowered them to faithfully carry out God's work. Both were able to overcome their own inadequacies, doubts, faults, fears, and sinfulness by placing their trust in God's providential care. In doing so, they received the Holy Spirit's gifts of courage and fortitude, which enabled them to face and endure tremendous sufferings and setbacks in their lives. In the end, both Peter and Paul would die as martyrs, witnessing to the world their deep, profound love for God. So how did Peter and Paul become such bold, fearless, holy disciples of Christ? The answer is simple. They totally relied on God's grace, which empowered and enabled them to overcome their own personal inadequacies. Peter was ever so impetuous and wishy-washy in his relationship with Jesus. One moment, Peter is confidently proclaiming that Jesus is the Messiah, and Jesus praises him. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. And then the very next moment, Peter is preventing Jesus from accomplishing his mission, causing Jesus to rebuke him. Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are not thinking, you are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. And of course, we know that Peter three times denied knowing Jesus when asked by the maids if he knew him in the courtyard. However, Jesus never gave up loving Peter and he forgave him. Then Jesus, having tremendous confidence in Peter's ability to be a great leader, appointed him to be the first shepherd of his church. Paul, as you know, was an enemy and a great persecutor of Christians 
until he met the resurrected Jesus on the road to Damascus as he experienced God's amazing grace in his powerful conversion experience. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Once Paul experienced God's grace and love, he began to see with the eyes of faith and became a great apostle, taking up Jesus' mission of freeing the world from brokenness, sadness, and suffering. Like Peter and Paul, we are ordinary people who have been graced by God to do extraordinary things for God. Like Peter and Paul, we are called to be witnesses of Jesus' gospel message and bring his love to our families and our communities, despite our own brokenness, doubts, faults, fears, and inadequacies and sinfulness, God still uses us to do God's work. And so, my brothers and sisters, let's remember that that whenever Peter and Paul felt inadequate or overwhelmed by the task God was asking them to accomplish, they turned to God asking for God's grace and God's gifts of holiness, courage, and fortitude to empower them and carry out his mission. In doing so, they followed God's will and became saints. Following their extraordinary example, when we feel inadequate or overwhelmed, we too can ask God to grace us with those same spiritual gifts of holiness, courage, and fortitude, and we will be empowered by God to do God's work, and then someday we too will become saints. And so, my sisters and brothers, let us try to echo Peter and Paul's lives, and let us also take to heart the words of the late Pope Benedict XVI, who once said, Be afraid neither of the world nor of the future, nor of your own weakness. The Lord has allowed you to live in this moment of history so that by your faith, his name will continue to resound throughout the world. God bless you.